This is the all-news 765businessjournal.com radio show on WMUN, the talk of Muncie. Sponsored in part by Magna, Town of Yorktown, YMCA, Minatrista, IU Health, Muncie Public Library, MITS, and Ivy Tech Community College. Every Monday from 9 till 9.30 a.m., we'll talk to and about people and organizations trying to lift up Muncie. Economic development, job growth, and building our community up. Read all about it on 765businessjournal.com anytime, free, and on your radio now. For Monday, April 10th, good morning. I'm host Steve Lindell of this weekly radio show, which is all based on information about economic development and positive news that's all covered on 765businessjournal.com. The website is there every day, 24-7-365, as managed by Editor-in-Chief Mike Rhodes. Uh, today we are talking about the title of an article which actually went live on April the 4th on that website, Delaware County Making Lemonade and Revenue with Dormant Rail Spur. This is the story of uh, some creative thinking among county commissioners and others that came together to take a situation that was, well, um, unused and to make it used again. Uh, Keith Roysden submitted this article to our 765businessjournal.com website. Mike Rhodes has shared it uh, and a lot of traction on this story, too. We were hoping to have in-studio guests this morning, but uh, we can certainly tell you the story. A, a, a long, unused railroad spur in the industrial park uh, finally is being used, bringing millions of dollars in revenue to Delaware County. This is the rail spur they constructed in the Park 1 332 Industrial Park in western Delaware County. You've probably driven past it a million times if you're from Muncie, Delaware County, on your way to Interstate 69 or back into town Several years, that rail spur located there uh, has now found new life. Um, SRM Concrete, Concrete of Smyrna, Tennessee, has agreed to lease the spur from the county for seven years and an option to purchase the spur after seven years. The total revenue to the county over that seven-year period will be $3.5 million dollars. Originally, that rail spur was built for Bravini Wind, a maker of wind turbine components, and they invested $36 million in buildings and equipment in Delaware County, but never used the rail spur. The Bravini facility uh, ultimately sold to Muncie Power Products and did not need the rail spur. Delaware County later worked with good industries to build a base of business that could ship using the rail spur, but that effort was stopped by the COVID pandemic, and good, a company, eventually notified the county they would not be able to fulfill the plan. Since the, the rail spur was completed several years ago, it's been used as an offloading area for Norfolk and Southern equipment for track repair and maintenance. Perhaps you've seen some of their gear out there. That's exactly 
what that was. Mike Hollingshead, chairman of SRM, said the rail spur will be very useful, uh, a site for the company. Quoting now from the article in 765businessjournal.com, SRM plans to immediately begin work at the site and anticipates up to 15 employees. SRM is the largest concrete company in the United States. The company donates 10% of its profits back to the community each year. How about that? SRM has an annual revenue of more than $3.5 billion and has more than 6,300 employees. The company serves customers in 19 states. The County Spur, uh, quoting from Brad Bookout now, has been a difficult asset to sell and or lease. Bookout continued, quoting, I cannot think of a better company than SRM to continue operations at the Spur. Being one of the largest concrete companies in the United States, their commitment to being good community partners is welcome. There's more to this article. You can see it on our 765businessjournal.com. And a tip of the cap to all involved, the county commissioners um, and economic development staff uh, throughout uh, the Muncie, Delaware County area for their work in this regard. This is today's edition of 765businessjournal.com, which, by the way, you can see uh, previous articles. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. The Muncie Map Company welcomes a Muncie transplant, Sarah King, one of the recent articles there. Uh, Albany is a small town with big plans. That was actually one of our featured radio shows, which also is uh, encapsulated within our website for the same name as well. Electric Crayon Records opens on Tillotson Avenue, another small business addition to Muncie, Delaware County, which is good economic development news. Amber's Beauty School expanding their curriculum to include new esthetician program. That was some time ago, but that information still accurate. New broadband company to answer the enter the Muncie market. We actually tried to get a, ra- a radio interview with that company. Have not been successful as of yet. We'll continue efforting. Um, I remember the buzz on that one, though. I think I was on vacation when that story broke. Um, anything with respect to connectivity improvements is always good for a community, and that affects economic development as well. You're listening to 765businessjournal.com radio. Our show this morning is the the weekly uh, Monday morning from 9 to 9.30 effort, which uh, is all based off of the website of the same name, 765businessjournal.com, an offshoot of our original muncyjournal.com, which it continues uh, publications as well. You can read for yourself uh, on the right column of the website uh, all these past articles. And if you ever have ideas or notions for something, a tip, as it were, for us to consider uh, future information to share or look into, we very much welcome that. Please do submit that to myself directly, steve.lindell at woofboom.com. You can also go to Mike Rhodes, mike.rhodes at woofboom.com, uh, or reach out with uh, Facebook Messenger or any other way that's convenient for you. We also have telephone numbers. The plain old telephone system is a way to reach us as well. We're going to continue with more of this morning's program in a moment after a break. We'll bring you back to a show that we aired some time ago about brownfields, what they are, why they're important, and 
how they continue to make an impact in economic development as well. That's coming up in just a moment on today's 765businessjournal.com on the new WMUN. Finding great people to hire is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's pretty difficult, right? Well, ZipRecruiter has mastered finding a needle in a haystack, so they take it to the next level. They make hiring so simple that it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. And that's why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. Here's what it's like to use ZipRecruiter. They have so many qualified candidates that it's easier to find the right ones for your roles. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's a lot of needles. So how do they do it? ZipRecruiter's powerful technology sends you candidates who are a great match for your job, and you can even invite your top choices to apply. So if you want less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way. Whether you're a weekend warrior or walking is more your speed, pain shouldn't slow you down. At IU Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, you can get the care you need to stay active. They expertly treat problems with bones, joints, muscles, sports injuries, and more. And they're right here in Muncie. It's the highest level of skill and convenience. That will keep you going. Visit iuhealth.org slash Ortho to learn more. Can you name one place where you can have access to nearly everything on the internet and in print, and even have a personal assistant to help you find what you're looking for? It's right here in your own backyard at Muncie Public Library. That's right, the library. Muncie Public Library wants you to know that there are four branches to serve you as you explore, discover, imagine, and create. Stop by any branch to see what's new, or visit us on our website, MuncyePublicLibrary.org. We all know MITS and their routes, but did you know they added a new drop-off and pickup location? Drum roll, please. The Muncie BMV. That's right, MITS is now shuttling riders for free every Thursday between 9.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. We are happy to keep connecting Muncie to the places they need the most. Plan your trip at MITSbus.org. MITS, keeping Muncie moving. Small town, big goals, great families. The town of Yorktown is more walkable than ever, with trails connecting most of the neighborhoods throughout the area to play, relax, shop, and dine. They pride themselves in being a family town, with many spaces for families to gather, be active, and enjoy the community with their neighbors. It's more than a town, it's an experience, and they hope families will make this their forever home. This is Yorktown, this is your town. Ivy Tech is the right choice for your new start. Whether you want to move into a high-demand, high-wage field, you workforce ready with a certification, or pursue your associate's degree, Ivy Tech can help. Classes are flexible, cost is affordable, and applying is always free. Email askmuncie at ivytech.edu for more information, or apply today at ivytech.edu backslash apply now. You belong here. Are you looking for an employer that offers great perks and benefits? Then Magna is the place for you. Some of our great perks include tuition reimbursement, a 401k match, and social activities for employees and their families. Magna's vision is to continue advancing mobility for everyone and everything. We are making mobility more accessible 
by making vehicles cleaner, safer, and smarter, all while ensuring that our impact on the planet continues to be reduced. Magna, forward for all. Weekly on radio and on demand. Look for the audio casts button on the all-new 765businessjournal.com from WMUN, the talk of Muncie. On the radio now, again on April the 10th, 9.17 in the morning, I dragged him in kicking and screaming. He is the aforementioned Mike Rhodes, editor-in-chief of 765businessjournal.com. Mike, I appreciate your efforts, as does the community. What, uh, what do you have to share with us this morning? I'm going to start out with one little statistic, Steve, All this right. morning. You know, it was last week. April Fools was last week, yes. And uh, we April fooled some people on Muncie Journal. And I just wanted to give an update that uh, 114,000 people were fooled that day by that story. I was one of the ones fooled by the Sasquatch <laughs> story along the Mississinawa River. It's It still has a life. So that was kind of interesting. I just want to touch base on that for a minute. Hey, um, 765 Business Journal, a couple of things I wanted to mention. I wanted to thank some of the folks that have sent us story, story ideas and stories. Mm-hmm. Keith Royston has sent a, a number of uh, pieces. But we, we do have our own set of writers, and we're going to be uh, writing our own articles for this. Stacy Shannon writes for us, and I write stuff. Uh, Steve will write stuff when he get gets a chance. But uh, the next story that we're going to have is, we hope, uh, Michael Robinson, who is the owner of Amazing Joe's. Right. And he's announced he's going to uh, uh, open a new restaurant. And, and the name uh, precludes me of, of the name of that building. I don't remember Do either. I know yeah. it was the Neely House. Yeah, People will remember it. that that is the property that, that closed, was yeah. closed for some time, and that is what he and some others are investing in to reopen yeah. with a, a whole new theme. Right. I understand they're going to be uh, they're uh, they're going to be all about the beef. Uh, they're going to have they're going to have good. some good old steaks in that place. I, I didn't know that, but that's yeah. good. So anyway, we're going to have a story about that coming up. Real soon, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to touch base on a couple of areas of the Muncie Business Journal website that uh, we've made some changes to. We used to have a uh, audio cast area that was a link to some audio uh, information, but now what we've done is we've changed that. We've deleted that, and we have a, a link on the front page that says podcasts. And that is going to go immediately to this website, okay, com. Okay, got so it. So you can get it. any any of those uh, uh, podcasts or interviews that Steve's done. You can download the actual audio files to listen to, and and uh, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go with that. All right, great. Um, da- on the on our on our homepage, we have a we have a section called Current Status of Development Projects Around Town, and that's a photographic sort of a ongoing essay that I do about uh, some of the projects that have been going on in Muncie. For example, the uh, uh, store estates project, the Campac project. Uh, so you might want to go and look at those at the end of the week because I'm going to be working and updating those areas and okay, see great. what's going on with the, what those areas Outstanding. are. Outstanding. We'll look forward to that. While we have our uh, audio standing by, the previous episode, thanks, Mike, for helping out here, uh, Brownfields was uh, the subject matter from a previous episode now on 765businessjournal.com radio. On 
on this Monday morning. We are live on January the 30th, 2023. I'm Steve Lindell, your host this morning of 765businessjournal.com radio. Without further ado, let's bring our guests in studio into the radio program. Brad Bookout from Augusta Consulting. Brad, good to see you and uh, look forward to hearing about our today's subject matter. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here as always. And Bill Walters is director of the ECIRPD, which is clearly the longest acronym of any economic development entity, I think, on the face of the planet. Bill, can you confirm that? <laughs> that, is, that is it. That is is East Central Indiana's Regional Planning District, and uh, you are correct. It I, is a mouthful. I appreciate you coming in uh, later this morning. I might cycle back to the subject matter from last week. Uh, we had AT&T Indiana mm-hmm. talking about that incredible build-out and development of, of rural broadband and more. We're going to talk about some other things first. Okay. Uh, first of all, let's start with, with you, Bill, and the uh, East Central Indiana Regional Planning District. What is it? Who is it just broadly? Our listeners probably don't even know much about that group. It is. I am one of 16 organizations throughout the state of Indiana. We are a regional organization uh, put together by IC Code. We have Delaware, Grant, Blackford, and Jay County. Uh, 211,000 citizens involved there. Uh, We are a rural planning organization. Uh, Most people know about an MPO. That is a metropolitan planning organization. Those are taken care of by federal dollars, go directly into major cities over 50,000. We work mostly with the smaller communities, the Delville, the Albany, the Swayze, the rural area that have a uh, 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 smaller population, smaller government. That don't typically get as much attention. Exactly. We help them. Uh, we we kind of take care of what the metropolitan does with the major city as far as, as roads and infrastructure, grants. We both we work a lot with federal and state grants. Okay. How long have you been doing this business, this not business, but this work? Uh, this work, I was elected uh, to the town of Delville in 2011, so I started in 2012 with ECI as a representative to the board. Uh, in 2016, uh, I was uh, named executive director. Uh, we have, uh, out of that, you've got 33 elected officials that make up uh, our board. Okay, very good. We're going to come back to Bill Walters in just a second, talk about a, a recent grant, EPA, that uh, uh, came uh, your and our way and also, I'd like you to talk about brownfield assessments because I don't think everybody, myself included, knows enough about what that is and why that's important. Brad Bookout is sitting there looking at me. Holy cow, Brad. <laughs> what, what are your hands not in the middle of? You're always doing something. You, your, you know, you? brownfields has been a thing that has been uh, assigned to the regional planning district by default because it's a subject area that, you know, most entities don't want to get involved with because exactly what you say Steve they don't understand it and and Bill and I quite frankly didn't either Um, back in 2011 and 12 the East Central Indiana Regional Planning District uh, had received two grants from the EPA um, to do brownfield assessments in the regional area Um, that totaled over a million dollars of work was done in the and that's uh, Brad Bookout from a previous episode of this program, 765businessjournal.com. To hear the rest of that interview, just go to our website, 765businessjournal.com. The radio show is every week from 9 to 9.30 on the Talk of Muncie, the new WMUN. WMUN.